Welcome to Jury Duty. I'm your host, Carrie Antholis. This season of Jury Duty explores the trial of Kyle Rittenhouse, who was charged with the reckless homicide of Joseph Rosenbaum, the intentional homicide of Anthony Huber, and the attempted intentional homicide of Gage Grosskreutz. As Rittenhouse was the undisputed shooter of all three men, his legal team argued that the shootings were in self-defense. On our last episode, we took a look at a series of video clips introduced by prosecutor Thomas Binger, presumably for the purpose of providing the jury with a comprehensive array of perspectives of the events leading up to the shooting. In this episode, we look at the clips played by Binger that cover the shooting of Joseph Rosenbaum and its immediate aftermath. We will continue our examination of this portion of Detective Howard's testimony right after the break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Our last episode concluded with a clip from the point of view of Richie McGinnis, a reporter for the conservative website The Daily Caller. He was speaking with a man wearing yellow sweatpants who pointed at Kyle Rittenhouse and remarked that this guy offering medical attention was the same guy who a short while earlier was pointing a rifle at the speaker's chest. We resume our coverage as that clip ends. Prosecutor Thomas Binger does not ask Detective Howard about any of the content of the video or whether it prompted him to do any follow-up police work. Instead, he moves on to the next clip, which comes from a YouTube live stream by someone who goes by the name of Reg Incognito. Incognito is a Los Angeles social media streamer who, according to Paige Williams of The New Yorker, was so unfamiliar with Kenosha that he repeatedly mispronounced the name of the city. Before the clip begins, as a still image rests on the court television monitors, Binger points out a man who is running down Sheridan Road and identifies him as Richie McGinnis. In the video, we see people gathered on Sheridan Road near the 63rd Street car source lot where, moments later, Kyle Rittenhouse would shoot Joseph Rosenbaum. Incognito, on the reported live stream, offers commentary about the group of people in the parking lot when he says, quote, So, between a certain section of Black Lives Matter and at least about 20 white dudes from Antifa, you can't get up close on it, man, end quote. Then, pointing the camera at a man walking away, he says, quote, They just made an example out of that guy, and I was trying to help him out. He just got his phone slapped out of him and socked at the same time, end quote. Hey, you guys, you can only watch it from over here, man. You can't really be that close up. So between a certain part of a certain section of Black Lives Matter and maybe, I'm saying, at least about 20 white dudes from Antifa, you can't get up close on the uh, up on them, man. They just, they just made an example out of that guy, and I'm trying to help him out. So, so the white dude I was just talking to, or whatever he is right here, he just got he just got his phone slapped. He got his phone slapped out on him and socked at the same time. This dude right here, walking away. 
This dude right here got his phone slapped and 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 uh blindsided. So the orders, the orders you hear about yelling no cameras, them is white boys. Yeah, that's Antifa, man. Binger pauses the clip, rewinds it a bit, and lets the jury know that they will next see Joseph Rosenbaum and the defendant appear in the frame. And indeed, as Binger resumes the video, we see the two men enter the frame from the right and move across the screen from right to left. Rittenhouse is running into the car source lot, carrying his semi-automatic rifle. Rosenbaum, who appears to be in pursuit, stops and throws the bag that he is carrying at Rittenhouse, and then continues to chase him among the cars on the lot. As the video plays, this is what we hear Incognito say next. Ooh, we got a gun, baby. Ooh, they shoot. Ooh, he shot him. Get back. Shot him, man. Shot him. Shot him, man. He laid him out. He laid him out, you guys. He laid him out. The prosecutor allows the video to continue to play, but it bears pausing to clarify again the sequence of the shooting. We heard a gunshot that would later be identified as having come from the gun of Joshua Zeminski. Then we heard a voice shout, quote, fuck you, end quote. And then we heard four gunshots from Kyle Rittenhouse's weapon. And then, almost immediately, we heard three gunshots from an unknown weapon. The camera then whip pans as Incognito seeks shelter behind some bushes near a fence. After Incognito says, quote, he shot him, man, he laid him out, end quote, the camera zooms into the parking lot of the car source, which is lit by spotlights. The zoom zeroes in on Rittenhouse standing in the lot next to a man who is taking off his shirt. At the shirtless man's feet, we see another man's legs and feet. That man's body appears to be laying face down, and our view of his body from above his torso is blocked by parked cars in the lot. Binger pauses the video and explains who these men are. For the benefit of the jury, I want to make it clear, I think everybody knows this, but just make uh, clear. This individual who has just removed his shirt, he is reaching against, and that is the defendant. This, uh, these legs here are the legs of Joseph Rosenbaum, where he fell after the shot. Binger asks for the video to resume, and in it we see through the lens from Incognito's point of view as he runs to take cover behind a black SUV. We hear people shouting, quote, he shot him, he shot him, end quote. And then we hear what sound like more gunshots as he takes his position behind the vehicle. Speaking to someone next to him, Incognito says, quote, yeah, get down. There's the paramedics. Can you call for the paramedics? And then someone responds, we already called. Get down. Hey, there's a pair of beds. Can you, can you call for the pair of beds? We, we got shot. 
Hearing no more gunshots, we see from Incognito's point of view as he emerges from behind the SUV and walks across Sheridan Road toward the lot. Hearing the people who are tending to Rosenbaum yelling for an ambulance, Incognito shouts back. He's calling! He's calling! He's calling! He's calling! He's calling! He's calling paramedics! He's behind the car! He's calling! Soon we see McGinnis and another man carrying Rosenbaum back across Sheridan Road and place him in the back of the same SUV that Incognito was using for shelter from the gunshots. We hear Incognito say, quote, yeah, he's hit. He's hit in his chest, end quote. He's hit in his chest. He's hit in his chest. The back hatch of the SUV remains open as McGinnis sits in the rear of the vehicle and its driver starts honking his horn to get people out of his way so that he can drive Rosenbaum to the hospital. We see McGinnis holding the hatch door open as he and Rosenbaum are driven away to the hospital. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Binger then asks the technician to jump ahead in the incognito video. We are still on Sheridan Road across from the shooting location. The point of view of the camera once again travels across the street and into the car source lot, which is now virtually empty. We hear incognito say, quote, I'm going to show you where he got laid out, end quote. He walks up to the spot between the cars where we saw Rosenbaum's legs sticking out, and from his point of view, we see the spot where Rosenbaum fell. Let me show you where he got laid out. Blood. Prosecutor Binger then plays another clip capturing the shooting of Joseph Rosenbaum and its aftermath. It was recorded by Drew Hernandez from the conservative radio program Real America's Voice and shows Hernandez's POV as he follows after Richie McGinnis. McGinnis is following behind Joseph Rosenbaum as Rosenbaum appears to pursue Kyle Rittenhouse. They are approximately 30 to 40 yards from the camera. We hear a first gunshot, and then as Rittenhouse and Rosenbaum run between the cars, the camera shakes and we hear the four gunshots from Rittenhouse's rifle. 
Then, as three more shots ring out, Rittenhouse runs through the path between the cars, back around those cars to his left, and ends up behind McGinnis, who bends over and begins tending to Rosenbaum. Prosecutor Binger then asks Detective Howard to explain the sequence of gunshots in the video clip. Detective Howard, you've watched numerous videos of this incident, correct? Yes, this part was one of the focuses. And there were eight shots that we just heard. Uh, one of the first one was Joshua Zeminski, correct? Correct. And can you tell the jury what he does uh, with regard to that shot? So Joshua Zeminski is, at this time, you could see it on the Red Incognito video. At this time, he's walking slowly uh, southbound on the, the West Sheridan Road sidewalk in front of Car Source. So Joshua's walking right at about this spot right here while uh, the chase is going on in a southwest direction through the Car Source parking lot. Um, at that time, Joshua Zeminski has a handgun in his right hand and he raises his hand up in the air and fires one shot. At that time, Mr. Rittenhouse and Mr. Rosenbaum are running through the, uh, the car source parking lot, so Mr. Zeminski's gunshot happens behind them. Shortly thereafter, the defendant fires four shots from his AR-15, striking Mr. Rosenbaum uh, all four times. Is that correct? Correct. Now, as part of your work in this investigation, have you viewed this incident uh, in, in numerous videos? Yes. Have you timed, uh, using those videos, the gap in time between Mr. Zeminski's initial shot and the first of the defendant's four shots at Joseph Rosenbaum? Yes, using a stopwatch, I estimated that time to be approximately two and a half seconds. In sequence after the four shots from the defendant that are shot at Mr. Rosenbaum, there is a, a, a sequence of three shots after that. Is that right? Correct. Those are not fired by the defendant. Correct. As, as best as you can tell in your investigation, where, uh, where are those shots from, if, if you know? I believe it to be coming from the area of 63rd Street. No one has ever been identified with regard to those shots? Correct. Um, was any evidence recovered, shell casings, anything like that, that would indicate anything about those shots? Yes, there are some shell casings recovered. From the street in that area? Yes. Okay. Is there any indication that those shots have any relation to the incident between Mr. Rittenhouse and Mr. Rosenbaum? No, those do not appear to be fired by Mr. Rosenbaum or Mr. Rittenhouse. Thank you. Binger will go on to ask Howard about video footage of the aftermath of the shooting of Joseph Rosenbaum by Kyle Rittenhouse, and we will examine that testimony on next week's episodes. But for now, that concludes this episode of Jury Duty, the trial of Kyle Rittenhouse. Join us on our next episode for our weekly recap as my guest once again is Professor of Law and Director of the Criminal Defense and Prisoner Advocacy Clinic at Georgetown University, Abby Smith. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You can find more information about this trial at crimestory.com. Jury Duty is created, hosted, and produced by yours truly, Carrie Antholis. This episode was written by Dewana Spates. It was co-produced by Chris Terracone and Aaron Karenik. Our consulting producer is Brittany Bookbinder. The episode was edited by Chris Terracone. Music for the episode was provided by Strike Audio, and Trial Audio is courtesy of Law and Crime Networks. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you will come back for the next episode of Jury Duty, The Trial of Kyle Rittenhouse.